Thanks for tuning in to the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is good? What is happening, everyone? It is your boy, Ferris Muthana, and welcome to another special edition of The Open Table. We have been away for a minute, and it broke our hearts. It and did. today, we mend them. And the person we're mending hearts with, always and forever. It's my homie, Adelia. Adelia, how are you? I'm doing very good, Ferris. The past few days have not been very good for me. I had a really horrible migraine for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm feeling much better today. And so I'm really excited to get to do the show. I am excited as well today. We're talking about a long-awaited music episode. For me and Adelia will be comparing and contrasting our music taste throughout the years. And how it flows. It may seem similar we may see non-similars. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. But don't before know. that, Adelia. Ferris. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, cheers, by the way. Cheers to drink. you. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Um, I'm doing all right. I, like I said, I've had a pretty rough couple of days. But I'm rebounding. And today's gone really well. I'm excited. It's December. We're in the final month of the the year. Time to start thinking about end of year things and the mm-hmm. holidays. And there was a lot of planning of stuff in my household today for the holiday season. So it's nice. How That's are you? Wonderful. I'm doing well. Um, it's coming down to my fall semester in college. I think I've made the decision. I'm going to be coming back for the spring. Okay. I'm graduating in the fall, but I think I'm maybe coming back for the spring because I've heard some stuff. You know, our radio class is doing some great things, so I want to be a part of that. You know, shout out to my main man Lyle. He was he was talking to me, and I'm, I may be coming back. I may be coming back because of him. Maybe getting my journalism degree. I mean, my, yeah, my journalism degree. I need two classes, so probably that as well. And you know what? Then you know. I'm waiting back to hear back from a, a very important internship. Nice. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm having fun. Um. Next week on Tuesday, our teachers are going striking. So there's that. Our so teachers I'll be, are going on strike. Yeah, my teachers are going on strike, and I and I support that. I'm a union man myself. Shout out to Frank Sabatka. The reason I'm a union man. Uh, that's my dog. You know, that's the man who taught me everything about the unions. Um, nice. Shout out to Frank. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to be uh, 
I'll be out there, you know, you know, I may roll up with some water packs, some orange, some orange slices, you know, acting like a team mom. You know what I mean? Like it's halftime in a like soccer it's game. Yeah, man, it's halftime. I got the I'm I'm a you know, cause we got a Trader Joe's no Trader Joe's nearby, right? It's yeah, like about like, like five five minutes. Roll up the Trader Joe's, get like three packs of water, you know, and then like you know, like three packs of oranges, tangerines, them little mandarins. Be like, Clementines. hey y'all, yeah, Clementines. Roll up on uh, roll up on the teachers, pick it in. I need to know where they pick it in though. Like, I heard they're picking in near 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 the streets, or I heard they're picking in near the 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 uh, the parking lot. So I didn't, if they're about the parking lot, which is pretty cool, cause. That's a that's a that's an easy way to get from Trader Joe's. Yeah. So there's that. So yeah. We got uh, D Weezy in the chat. Shout out to D Weezy saying unions can have some downsides, but having that support when facing off with ownership is huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, personally, I, I think I think the downside. I think the the benefits outweigh the downsides. My own personal stuff. I agree. Um, I work over at the website Passion Fruit, uh, where we covered the uh, actor strike and writer strike this summer, and uh, basically hot labor summer is what it was. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, every time a union goes on strike, and I hear the reasons why the union's gone on strike, no matter what union it is, I, I generally side with the union um, because, man, employers got to treat their employees right. It's just what it comes down to. Absolutely. Anything else? Uh, we're here tonight to talk about some music. Yes, we are. Um, we have, uh, I think, safe to say, not knowing each other's answers really um, to our five prompts on this topic, um, that we have very different tastes in music. I think you're correct. Um, I think we grew up on different music. I think we we listen to different music now. I mean. Uh, Dweezy says we standing on business We standing on business You damn right we standing on business Okay um, It's a phrase that means I'm going to stand in my truth And I'm going to back what I say that, that makes sense Yes But well, we got some music to talk about Ferris Yes so guys The three cat, the five categories that me and Adelia did I'm going to break it down to everybody Alright Category number one is an artist we listened to growing up. All right. Artist number um, category number two, one of our current go-to artists. Artist number three. Oh no no. Category number three. I have no idea who this artist is. Someone that we are pretty sure that the other artist does not know who they are at all. The other person. Yes. Yeah. And then the fourth category is wait. You own an album by who? That's another category. We have a, I have a couple vinyls. So does Adelia. Probably some CDs. Um, I don't own any CDs. How I used to. Um, and I then have books of CDs. Yeah. And then our last category are the wild cards. We picked a couple of uh, a couple of songs. But I think about five. I added a couple more uh, to the five that I put because I realized I didn't have this group in. But this is one of my favorite groups of all time growing up. So about five songs of. Of just music that we love listening to. Me, yeah. I went, I went more of a. I picked most of the songs off of my uh, on repeat on my Spotify, so I picked a lot yeah. of that. So a lot of the we songs need, here. We need to talk about repeat. Spotify Wrapped as well. In the middle. No, of no, I do that. I can't do that, unfortunately. Why? 
because I'm guest I'm guest starring on my friend's radio show next week. Uh, and I promise well, them I won't, I won't I'll reveal my rap on air. Okay, that's fine. We can talk yeah. about my Spotify rap. Let's talk about we'll like. talk about your Spotify rap absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. But guys, you know, I hope everyone's having a wonderful time. We're about to get into this. So Adelia. Yes. An artist we listened to growing up. The song you chose is In My Life. Is it the Beatles? Yep. It's the Beatles. Why um, the Beatles? Why what make what make what makes the Beatles like touch your soul, make you sing, make you dance, make you happy? The the Beatles uh song that I chose is in my life and um let me put it in the chat here. Um mm-hmm. I first heard this song when the Beatles Anthology miniseries came out on ABC. Adelia, make sure to tag it as Adelia. Well, I didn't. Okay, well, I got you. <laughs> um, but uh, the Beatles Anthology came on uh, ABC, and I had never... I'd heard of the Beatles, but I had never consciously listened to a song knowing it was the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents... Uh, you know, we're big Beatles fans. So they wanted to watch the miniseries and there was one TV in our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sat there and watched the miniseries with them and I was enthralled. Um, also, uh, randomly, uh, we uh, were uh, drag racers, amateur drag yes. racers. Yes. My dad and my sister and my dad's best friend, uh, we traveled around doing amateur drag racing. Mm-hmm. There was a show on the NHRA, which is like the, NHRA is like the NASCAR of, na- of drag racing. It's the governing body. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they had a show called NHRA Today, and the head uh, starter uh, of the races was retiring. Uh, his name was Buster. And they the set a, a montage of Buster in NHRA to the Beatles song, In My Life. Mm-hmm. And it just something about it just clicked with me. And the be- between the Beatles anthology and, and learning more and listening to all of their catalog of work, from the like eight years of recording that they did, mm-hmm. um, I just fell in love with music for the first time. Really, I, I like I listened to music, but nothing ever connected with me until I listened to the Beatles. They're my favorite band of all time. They're my favorite artist mm-hmm. of all time still to this day. I can put on a playlist of Beatles music and just get in a better mood. And so that's why I chose them for my artist. Uh, we I listened to growing up. Nice, nice. Wonderful. I've never been a big. uh, I've never been a big Beatles fan myself. Yeah. You know. You know. I personally, grown up, I just you know, don't hate me. I I never got the hype. No, I I don't hate you. I totally understand it. Yeah. I just you know. I just didn't you know. I think you know. I just you know. I yeah. Just didn't really be like. I was like yeah. It's cool. You know. A lot of those bands and and you know. You know, like I just didn't. You know, just like yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's not uh, hyperbole when I say listening to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album for the first time changed my life when it comes to loving music. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I totally understand if it's not for you. Like, I like people are like, I like the Stones better than the Beatles. Fine, that's great. Music is subjective just the same way movies and TV are subjective. Mm-hmm. So, like, not everybody is going to like everything. So- also, too, Adelia, you know, so I'm in the radio class where, like, I told you. Yeah. Um, Music audio is the only medium that actually enters the body. True. It physically affects us. It physically affects us. So the Beatles, they entered your body and it the Beatles music physically affected you in a way. Yes. It it got it made you happier. It changed a little bit of the chemistry. 
it affected us. It affects us every single day. Because I remember watching this video, right? Of someone was shooting a stream of water. Just like a, just like a little stream of water was continuous, right? And they start playing music or just sounds to the water. And the water was going straight, right? And they played the music and the water was like... Yeah. It's like just flowing, you know, just manipulating, like bouncing and... All that's moving stuff. to the music. It was moving to the music. So imagine if it, music doing that to water, what it does when it enters your ear canal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It 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 it, it it's amazing. It's amazing. It's the only me the only medium. You watch a movie, you're watching the movie, right? And you're watching it. It doesn't go into your eyes. It doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? You read yeah. a book. You read a book. The book doesn't enter your you know the, it doesn't enter your eyes it doesn't enter your brain it doesn't it's just the book right there but when you yep. put your headphones in you put your you put them in your ear they go in they rattle in the canal and they go deep wait well yes well wheezy food well yes food yes yeah 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 you're right yeah yeah you, if you can you know yes food can be art Food right. is definitely art. Yes, food. Yeah, just don't don't give me that that dumb art where it's like here is a little slab of steak on top of a a small slab of gravy. Like, now give me the whole steak and a side of gravy and some mashed potatoes. Don't give me them little small portions. I don't like that fine dining stuff that you go and you get like a little carrot. Like, what is this? It's not food. I shouldn't be paying three grand for a, a carrot slice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I don't want to get into that rant. We're talking music. Yeah. I've seen, we're talking music. We, you we have, have seen your art, yeah. Yes. I have seen Derek's art. It's been pretty good. It's pretty good. He's, he got some good smoke. He smokes it. Some good hey, tacos. Jose. Shout out to my main man, Jose. All right. Adil, you have a question for me, I think? Yeah. Um, We just went through my artist mm -hmm. I listened to growing up. What is your artist that you listened to growing up? So growing up, the one artist that always... I was having trouble with this question, Adelia, because mm -hmm. growing up, you know, I went through a phase of like, you know, I listened to a lot of Motown here and there, but then there's always one artist that always kept popping back into my mind. So always kept dragging me back in. Yeah. And that was Tribe Called Quest. It was a rap group okay. in the early, in the early nineties. Um, I've heard of them. Yes. And they have, uh, I believe they have three, three classic albums, I believe. Um, as my own opinion, my mm -hmm. own opinion, you know, y'all may not believe it. Um, do that, you know, it is what it is, but my opinion is they have three classic albums. Uh, everyone knows Low End Theory, and then the sequel to Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders. And but actually, the first album they ever did, People's Instinct, which Instinctive Travels in the Paths of Rhythm, that's their very first album. Big fan of that album. Lucky, uh, Lucky Lucian left my wallet in El Segundo. Um, big fan of Can I Kick It? Benita Applebaum. But then there's also remixes of Benita Applebaum and Can I Kick It? There's a J. Cole remix of Can I Kick It? You know, we'll, we'll talk about J. Cole a little bit later. As well as okay. the Benita Applebaum mix, which is the which has the Can I Kick It? I think it's a little Pharrell mix into there. Big fan of it. There's Mr. Muhammad, the Ali Shaheed Muhammad, who was their DJ. Um, there's that song. It was just a great album, right? But then you get into Low End Theory. You know, you got Bugging Out. You got Escurgeons. Where's my Sky Pager? Do you know what a Sky Pager? Mm -hmm. You know, shout out to Sky Pager. 
Um, but there's one song that is above the rest. It is a trap called Quest featuring. I don't oh, damn. What's it? What's the um, leaders of the new school? Which leaders of the new school? Okay. Famously gave us Buster Rhymes. It was scenario. 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 What's up? You want me to put it in the scenario? chat? Yes, can you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Keep talking. Yes, Beats, Rhymes, and Life was a great album as well. People forget about that. Very underrated. Um, you know, Bo knows this, uh, Bo knows that, uh, but Bo no no Jack, because Bo can't rap, which you know, I can't rap it, because we gotta, gotta keep it under a minute, so we don't get struck down. I think it's Tribe more like called seconds. Quest. Tribe called Quest. That's my, that's my, that was my, uh, that was my, my song growing up. I played it on the loop, because what is the scenario? The scenario can be anything. The scenario mm-hmm. could be getting money. The scenario could be, you know, raising up some women. The scenario could be just chilling through life. We just got to find the scenario. My own personal opinion. Nice. Um, I've heard of a Tribe Called Quest. I've probably heard a Tribe Called Quest songs played on the radio before. Mm-hmm. Back when, you know, people listened to the radio. Uh, but still do I, it, can't, I know, but a lot of people don't. Um, I cannot name one, though. I mean, I would not know that it was a Tribe Called Quest song if mm-hmm. I heard it. Uh, yeah, so they were they were a choice. part of a they were part of a collective called uh, um, the Native Tongues Group. Um, okay. It was them, the Jungle Boys, and I believe Black Star and Queen Latifah. It was them, okay. and then Common was on the outskirts, and I think they also added De La Souls here and there because uh, De La Soul did show up on certain records, and they and they showed up on certain records with De La Soul here and there. I know, mm-hmm. I know, I know, True Go the Dove. Showed up on a war tour, and Q-Tip then did show up on other stuff. But my thing is, um, they did a lot of. There were a lot of. Um, it was a lot of boom bap early on, right? For New York rap, right? It was like in the in the in the Bronx. It was, um, you know, the the jazz breaks, you know, the soul breaks. It was a lot of sampling of James Brown. Um, but they were like, let's use jazz and funk and other things to sample and mix it and match it and they it was a it was a jazzy feel to their to their records you know what i mean they didn't use a lot of funk records they made you know it was very smooth they could be talking about some heinous stuff but it would be so smooth as they wrapped it it was pretty awesome yo it, it, i got yo thank you for bringing up radio deal yeah because i gotta tell you a story okay uh, thursday which was yesterday mm-hmm. we took a tour of the iheart radio um station in san francisco Oh, cool. Like their main hub. And we took a tour with my my radio teacher. We saw where she works because she works for iHeart. She does traffic for a lot of shows. So we work for iHeart. We got, we so so there's this big station in, in, in the Bay, right? It's called KMEL. It's it's what, you know, it's what gave us Sway, Sway, uh, Sway Calloway. Don't know Sway. Everyone knows Sway. You know, Kanye said. From MTV? Yeah. It was, you know, the famous, you don't got the answer, Sway. That's Sway. He's a, he's a, he's a Bay Area legend, radio legend was KMEL. So growing up, I grew up on KMEL, right? That was my group. So I would hop from Wild 94.9 to 99, to uh, 99.7 to KMEL 106.1, right? So I would hop back and forth. Funny thing about KMEL growing up is every time I would switch to KMEL, I would never hear anybody. 
it was always it was always music. So I always missed like I always missed the shows, right? I always mm-hmm. missed the shows because I would always hop in during the music, like during the music. I never got the talk breaks, you know. But on Wild ninety four nine, I always heard the show, the morning show. Uh, shout out to JB, God, God rest your soul. Um, so KML, right? So one of their one of their uh, one of their well, she she wasn't just like any other jockey. She was like she was like the music director. She also has a show on KML. It's like she wore a lot of hats. Her name was Shay. Shout out to you, Shay. Uh, she allowed us in the radio booth with her. She was on the air. She was on the air, and she actually allowed some of us to get on the air. You know, what I mean, so a couple of the a couple of my classmates got on the air. It was pretty cool. I sat in the corner because Adelia, I was shell shocked. Yeah, I was in the KML studio. Fourteen year old Ferris would be like, "Yo, yeah." Yo, and I'm just like sitting there in the corner, just like, why am I here? You were in awe. I was in awe. I, I, someone said, "Hey, Ferris, you want to get on?" I was just like, I, yeah, 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 but it was too late. I, my brain. Um, Ferris was like, "I'm not sure I could formulate a sentence, but I, sure." I'm like, I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna be. I just. I, I was out my mind, yo. I was out my mind. I'm like, yo, if 14-year-old Ferris saw me, he was like, bro, why'd you get on the air, Ferris? I was like, no, I should have gotten on the air, man. I should have gotten on the air. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, oh, my God. It was amazing. It was nice. amazing, Adelia. It was amazing. You know, and you know, cool, yeah. You know, and like, you know, people say radio's dying, man. It ain't dying, man. It ain't dying, man. It's- I don't think radio's dying. I just think that, like, traditional radio stations, mm-hmm. people don't listen to as much as they used yeah. to. Yeah, man. We So, like, during Shay's show, she had a DJ do a live mix. So, he was mixing live. Man, it was dope. It was dope, man. It was dope. Yeah. Shout out to my teacher, Elaine. Elaine, shout out to you. Wonderful nice. person. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Adelia, our next category, Adelia, is we're going we're going forward now. We're going yeah. to the present time. You know, one of our current go-to artists. Who do you like listen to as of this moment? All right, I I just have to say it. I'm a Swifty. Um, Swifty. I I was not the biggest Taylor Swift fan until my sister said, mm-hmm. "Hey, come see this Taylor Swift concert with me," and we went to the Reputation tour. Uh, in 2019 mm-hmm. uh, in Denver and she's phenomenal live um, so uh, I went with Taylor Swift as my current go-to artist she just put out um, 1989 Taylor's version which is mm-hmm. great I've listened to it so many times since it came out um, this is not something that I'm necessarily like proud of I don't like any of her country music songs that's for sure. So you're but you're a her, pop you're a pop swifty. I'm a pop swifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like she listen. has a few, she has a few good ones from her early albums, but like most of that stuff, I'm like I can't listen to this. I just can't. I think she realized um, she wanted to be a global superstar, so she went she went pop. Yeah, she did. It's a business and decision. It's a business decision, and I think it's great. Um, she really is into um, empowering women. And uh, I uh-huh. agree with her on a lot of other stances that she takes. Um, I think that her 
use of her personal life to fuel her music it can be very interesting at times, but it turns into truth. some really good music. She's got a lot of bops, as uh, Video Drew once said to me, and uh, uh, that's great. But I like a lot of her like deep cut tracks more than I like some of the bops. So the song that I'm going to put in the chat is from her Evermore album. It's Taylor Swift with Haim, who is a, a band of sisters, um, and it's called No Body, No Crime. So it's Haim? Haim. Yeah. Yo, shout out to my boy Max in the chat. It's my boy Max Schmeling. Shout out to you, my boy. That's my that's my that's my boy right there. That's my that's that's my ginger. That's my homie. Let's answer, answer his question, Ferris. Uh, I am not a Swifty per se. Yeah. I I quite enjoy some of her songs. You know, I'm a big fan of Wildest Dreams after her 1989 album. That's I don't. A good one. I've never listened to the Taylor version. The Taylor version yet. You know, you know I, crazy I, will, about- I will say this about the 1989 Taylor's version. I can't tell too much of a difference on some of the songs. They sound very much the same. Yeah. On some of yeah. her other Taylor's versions, they sound very different. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that, Adelia? I've always, you know, so like, it all started because Scooter Braun bought her masters, right? He bought she her masters. She got screwed over. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she got screwed over in business, really. Um, And you know what? Scooter, Scooter Braun... It was a good decision to keep those because, you know, she makes a lot of money. But she was smart because she's like, you know what? You don't, you, this is how I know you're a businessman and don't know fan bases. I'm going to tell everyone to not listen to them and listen yeah, to these listen new to versions. don't listen to the old ones. Listen to the new ones. And yeah, and she is a, she's a she's great, a genius. She's, she's a genius business-wise. So Scooter Braun wasted so much money on masters that will never be played ever because people have agreed radio stations have agreed to just we'll only play version. your versions yeah so scooter Braun. yeah i saw an article on uh deadline or something the other day about how record companies are are debating uh instituting a rule that you have to wait like a certain length of time before you can re-record your previous material mm-hmm. um, if you're not, you know, doing it for the record company anymore. Yeah. Because she's not with Big Machine Records anymore. Because no, that not- was part of the whole Scooter Braun uh, stuff. So, uh, yeah, she, she's, she's like, got this army of, of women. I saw a tweet this afternoon that was very funny um, about a guy, you know, just saying, like, are you, are you making... That's my brother Dre. You doing hey there, Dre. Um, about are you why are you making being a Taylor Swift fan your whole personality and I don't think anybody should do that by the way I don't think mm-hmm. being a fan of anybody should be your whole personality but he followed it up with but if the Lions lose this weekend I'm going to jump off a bridge which I thought was very funny in way of saying men do this too it's just oh, no, no, yeah, being I think, criticized for it I think, that, I think that's the joke right and people like yeah. I think a lot of NFL um, a lot of sports fans right like who who've like who are self-aware who say there's a lot of people who be like, oh, why are these Taylor, why are these Taylor Swift fans so like enamored with Taylor Swift? Like, why are they so happy? Like, why are they crying? What's wrong with them? I'm like, yeah. brother, I have seen you cry at a Chiefs at, Raiders game. At sports, yeah. At sports. Me, I don't, I don't. Me, when I see a Taylor Swift fan is crying in the audience after this emotional performance, you know what I think of? What? Me crying when the Giants won the Super Bowl in 2011. Yeah. And you know what? 
if the Knicks ever win an NBA championship, it's going to be worse than that Taylor Swift fan. It's going to be worse. <laughs> it's going to be worse. It's going to be um, worse, man. I uh, when, the, when the Denver Nuggets uh, won the championship this past season and when the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup this season before that, there were a lot of tears. That's what I'm saying, man. See, sports fans, a lot of sports fans, when people were making fun of Swifties, a lot of sports, sports fans were like, yeah, we, we do that too. We can't really say much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like... Absolutely. Like, like, my my entire day is ruined when the Giants play on Sunday. If they yeah. play early on in the day, my day is ruined. I remember once, Adelia, Arsenal played at, at like nine, I think. And Arsenal mm-hmm. won. They won. And I tweeted out, yay, man. I'm about, I just watched my world football team whoop some ass. Now I'm going to go... Watch my American football team get their ass whooped. It was it was the week yeah. they it was the week they faced the Dolphins. And oh, the Dolphins, man. yeah, and they got beat down by the Dolphins. I think Arsenal won like two one or like two zero. Wait, was that the Man Dude, City game? I don't know. I don't know, but let me tell you about my weekend when we mm-hmm. were in Tucson. Was um, Arsenal drew Tottenham in the North London ruined, Derby? That ruined my flight, Adelia. That that was before my flight, and man. then during my flight. Was the uh, Dolphins putting seventy up on the Broncos? Ooh! So that was not a good day. No, that day, the Giants didn't play on Sunday. They played on Monday, so the Giants couldn't ruin my day that day. But Arsenal did. Arsenal ruined that day. Yeah. Draw. But really, Jorginho? Really, Jorginho? Let's not rehash that right now. Okay. Paris, we're talking about music. All right. Um, let's move on from Taylor Swift. Um, who's just somebody i've listened to a lot lately had to tell us and talk about and talk about somebody that you go to right now as a as somebody you listen to a lot um so i picked this song because it's his most popular stream song i think it's something it's over like a billion um it's okay. no it's no role models by j cole but there's a couple of other songs that i listen to about with about him i'm a big fan of his born sinner uh album you know born sinner with james uh uh Fontenoy. He, that's pretty that's pretty good um, you know, she knows chaining day forbidden fruit are pretty good. And then off of the, no, the, the no role models album, which is, uh, 2014 forest Hills drive, you know, there's apparently January 28th wet dreams. There's a, uh, there's St. Uh, St. Tropez. I'm a big fan of that album. A lot of, a lot of those songs on that album were, were long Adelia. There were long tracks, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm used to long tracks because growing up, you know, with with I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. Growing up with the Tribe Called Quest, I also listened to a lot of Motown records and a lot of old records where they would be like, mm-hmm. you about to listen to an eight minute song. You about to listen to a seven minute song where you're like, yeah. we're like two to three minutes of the song. It's just a funky beat. And you're like, yeah, man, come on, son. Yeah, boom, boom, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know, so like I, I expect that. So like. Letter like note to self, I believe is like 14 minutes. Yeah. Off of that album, you know? Mm-hmm. So the I'm a big fan of that album. Firing Squad. Um is a is a is a he like he goes after folks. He he's he you know he 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 be throwing shots. And with and with J. Cole, the thing with this is some of his greatest projects that some of the fans prefer over some of the some of the album releases with the uh with the uh with the companies, you know, are his mixtapes. The first mixtape was the um, was a uh, 
No, not it's not the warm-up. Um, it is the warm-up. It's the warm-up. And there's another mixtape he did. Oh, damn. I, I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. I, I have it. Do I have it on my, my YouTube? I think I do. Um, All right. Well, while you're looking at that, I will just say that I don't think I've ever knowingly heard a J. Cole song in my life. Mm-hmm. This is just not the type of music I turn on, especially now that I don't. Like, if I have heard it, it's been a song played on the radio while I'm driving somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't generally seek this type of music out. Um, truly yours. Okay, truly yours. Truly yours, yeah. These are mixtapes. Yeah. These are mixtapes, yeah. These are they're they're not they're not album releases, you know. So Friday Night Lights, that's the uh that's the other not not the not the not the warm-up. It's Friday Night Lights. That's okay. the first mixtape he ever did. And some of those tracks are 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 really damn good. They're damn good. Yeah, and you know, so so he started off doing mixtapes. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of him. He does a lot of collabs. He 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 hops on a lot of records. He's doing he's doing what Little Wayne did. Little Wayne back in the day when he would he would release an album, then we'd hop on another track with another artist. He would do that with them, and he he would have like a good verse or like a great verse, or you would remember that song because of the Wayne verse. You know what I mean? So that was pretty cool. I quite enjoyed it as well. Nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, shall right. we move on so to yeah, the next flow, category? Yeah, let's flow to the next one. I did. So, guys, this is the category. I have no idea who that artist is. There's an artist that mean mean Adelia listen to that we know for a fact that the other doesn't know. Yeah. Um. So, Adelia, break me down. Who is Angus and Julia Stone? Okay, Angus and Julia Stone. I'm not sure how many people in America have heard of Angus and Julia okay. Stone, but they're an Australian brother and sister duo. They do like folk and indie pop music. It's mellow. It's calming. I've been listening to them since about 2006 when I discovered them randomly listening to an Australian radio station uh, through the internet. And um, I love their style. I love their music. Um, the I'm putting a song in the chat from mm-hmm. them called Hollywood. Um which is one of my favorites. Uh, they, they, they are my go-to listen when my anxiety is really high and I need mm-hmm. to mellow out because all their stuff is mellow. It's not, um, there's not, you know, massive guitars or drums or anything on these songs. Um, they're just, uh, this is my kind of music, this mellow indie pop kind of vibe. Um, I like that they're a brother and sister they each take turns singing on different tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a lot of uh, good stuff, in my opinion. All right, all right. So, Ferris, who is the person that I've never heard of that you listen to? Well, his name. Shout out to Bay Area rapper Larry June. He is. He's from here. He moved to Atlanta when he was uh, when he was um, in his teens, and then he came back here. Um, he's from San Francisco. One of my favorite tracks of his is "Smoothies" in 1991. Um, he makes music for for grownups who just want to chill and stay out the way. You know what I mean? Nice. It, you know, n- n- none of that harsh rap music. None of that. You know, you know that bang bang rap music it's always smooth samples are pretty nice um this song is sampling 
um, Wishing on a Star by Rose Royce. Um, You know, Rose Rose Royce did the soundtrack to Car Wash. You know, the famous song, Walking at the Car Wash. I know that song. Yeah, they did that. They did song. So they took they took the beat from I'm Wishing on a Star and he flipped it into 90 uh, Smoothies in 91. Um, Y'all, he did drop a new album a couple of weeks ago called The Night Shift with him and Cardo. Um, Y'all may have seen me tweet out uh, new Larry June album just dropped. Let's get the orange juice mm-hmm. because you know he's big on orange juice, like we all should be, because orange juice is awesome. Love me some orange, orange. juice is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I think you would like him, Adelia. Okay. Very I'll, smooth I'll rap this, music. I'll listen nothing, to nothing this track hard. later. Yeah. Also, too, he has an album, a co-album. He does a lot of co-albums. You know, a lot of, okay. he, he could, you know, like there's this, there's this beat maker, producer named The Alchemist, you know, very famous. He did an entire album with him called The Great Escape. So yeah, there's that. He has, he, 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 he you know, he's a Bay Area rapper. They release albums very, very quick, very uh, rapid fire. You know, I know E-40 got like 20 albums already are out or like 25, you know, I think, you know, Too Short got like 15, 20 out. You know, Bay Area rappers, they, they 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 chuck out those albums, you know. And I think he got like, he, you know, he's he been in the game for like only 10 years. And I think he already got like 15 albums or something like that. I've lost count, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, right. I will listen to that track later because I, you have me interested in him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. He already got 19. Oh, oh. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. He got 24 albums. Good Lord. In 13 years. That's a lot. That's and like I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm not talking about like, oh, it was like, it's like four. It's not like albums are at least like eight to 10 tracks. You know what I mean? So they're not EPs. They're actual LPs, albums. Yeah, they're LPs. They, yeah, I mean, wow. they, they, you know, they're. Like I think the William Harold says he's been in the game for ten years making rap tunes. Yeah, William Harold knows. Uh, that's one of the things he said. Okay. Yeah. So there's right. that. There's that. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah. All right, Adelia. Now we're getting down to. I think that's one of my. This is one of my favorite category. When you when you when you recommend this, I was like, yo, I dig that, Adelia. It is guys. You own an album by who? Yeah. So Adelia. Yeah. What album is Kickstart My Heart? Um, okay, so this is a, a, a slight story here. I was living by myself uh, for the first time. I was bored. I had a library card. I went to mm-hmm. the library, and for some reason, the book I checked out was The Dirt by Motley Crue. Okay. And it's their autobiography, and that shit was wild um there are things in that book that i literally can't believe that i read and that they actually did and maybe it was embellished i don't know but like i can believe it with all Mm -hmm. the shit that's in that book so i never really listened to motley Crue music prior to reading that book but after that after that i was like okay i have to to give their music a try now motley Crue is a, a hair metal band um very different to the type of music that i like to listen to 
But I do own Motley Crue uh, album with, uh, I don't remember the name of the album, but it has Kickstart My Heart on it. So my pick is uh, Kickstart My Heart because I own a Motley Crue album. Ferris, what do you think about that? I know Motley Crue. Never listened to them. I know nothing about them. Are they one of those hair metal bands? Yes. Ah, the hair metal bands. Kickstart my heart, girls, 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 smoking in the boys' room. They had a lot of hits. Um, they did a lot of wild shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's a movie about them on Netflix, like an autobiographical drama kind of movie about them called The Dirt. That's decent. Is it uh, like The Doors? Nikki, it kind of, but yeah. Uh, better, I don't know. I haven't seen The Doors in a long time. Um, Nikki Six is like, I believe, the bassist. He's either mm-hmm. the lead guitarist or the bassist, and he's crazy. Um, they've just got so many um, wild stories about that band, and the music is, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think anybody would have expected me, knowing my musical taste, to own a Motley Crue album. Yeah, I'm a little thrown off. I thought Kickstart My Heart was like some pop record. Nope. It's hair metal. It's hair metal. Yeah. All right. right. Ferris, tell me what Candy Girl is. All right. Candy Girl is the first hit song by the greatest boy band of all time. Who is? New Edition, baby. Candy Girl, you rock my world. You look so sweet. So I can't, I can't, I can't, I gotta stop right there. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, it's Candy Girls off of their, I actually have it right, give me a moment. Okay, well, Ferris is doing that. Uh, thank you everyone who has joined us here tonight. Uh, thank you to those in the chat. Uh, how are we all feeling tonight? Uh, having a good night. Uh, William Harold's here, Mr. Galloway, uh, Max is here. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, Ferris has in his hands what looks like a vinyl record. New Candy. edition Candy Girl Candy on Girl. vinyl. Yes. yes, I have it right here. Um, it's uh, So side one has Give Me Your Love. She Gives Me a Bang. Is this the end? Oh, this the end is very good. Pass the Beat. Right. Their, other, their other great track off of this album is Popcorn Love. But the track that everyone loves is Candy Girl. And uh, shout out to my main man, Ralph Tresvant, who is a Taurus, sang lead guitar, uh, sang lead on this on this album. Yeah. And okay. uh, here's the back. They tell they they they, they actually show everyone's uh, astrological sign. So apparently me and Ronnie, uh, me and uh me and Robert De, me and uh Rob DeVoe, uh Rob DeVoe. No, it's oh, oh, his name is Robert, but they called him Ronnie. So Ronnie, okay. Ronnie DeVoe, he's a Scorpio. Shout out to Michael Bivens, he's a Leo. Ricardo Bell, which is Ricky Bell, he's a Virgo. And you know, everyone knows Bobby Brown, the Aquarius. You know, so yeah, so I bought this. Um, there's actually a record store up the street from my corner store in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I rolled up there. And I said, hey, man, is that the new edition Candy Girl? Give me that. Because I had just watched the new edition story on BET. Uh, and it was a great uh, biopic. I quite enjoyed it. 
And okay. I think when people talk about boy bands, Adelia, right? They always talk about those whack, you know, I want it that way and uh, ain't no ain't no strings on me. Or... I, I want it that way. I tweeted out a gift from I want it that way today because that was the first concert I ever went to. It was a Backstreet yeah. Boys concert when I was 16. Yeah, and you know, they all, it, also the bye 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 puppet string whatever their name is them in sync yeah in sync them and then they always you know talk about 98 degrees with nick Lachey. no one talks about 98 degrees all right except ferris ferris talks about 98 degrees with they nick talk Lachey. about nick Lachey. no one talks about 98 degrees all right don't disrespect 98 degrees all right you calm down i i hey i owned a 98 degrees album back in all the right, day yeah. i'm not disrespecting them i'm just yeah. saying when boy bands come up it very rarely will you hear anyone bring up 98 degrees yeah, so I made a joke. I made a joke. Uh, I made a joke last night where uh, um, we were in the radio station. We were in the radio station for uh, so iHeart has a lot of radio stations in the building together because they uh-huh. are transmitting. Um, the BC Boys are not a boy band, so watch yourself, uh, William. They're they're a rap group, all right. So, but New Edition is the greatest boy band of all time. You know, I've heard the- some New Edition songs. They're very good. Yeah, um, uh, I I believe their album. They're, they, they, the thing is with boy bands, Adelia, the thing that always gets boy bands is the transition. Mm-hmm. And when I mean the transition, I mean the transition from, oh, look at those boy band to look at those young men. You know what I mean? So they were a boy band from, you know, Candy Girl. Then they had the new edition album, which had Telephone Man, Cool It Now, uh, you know, all that stuff. And then they, they did an album called All For Your Love. You know? Okay. So there's that. You know, the, the famous the famous story was there's an album on the transition, right? They did a they did a uh, a cover album called Under the Blue Moon, which they like re-sang a lot of songs. And then okay. the the album that made them icons. Because you know, Candy Girl, New Edition, that's cool. But the album that solidified them as like these are icons. It was heartbreak. It was the transition from, oh, the cute little, oh, look at the cute little boy band. Oh, they're talking about candy girl, popcorn love. Oh, that's so cute. To heartbreak, which is, has songs, if it isn't love, you're not my kind of girl. And then the the great song, Can You Stand the Rain, as well as Boys to Men, which is the song that Boys to Men is named after. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. DWZ in the chat bringing up Boys to Men. They were definitely big boy band back in the day. Yes. And I think the, the Boys to Men Adelia have three of the longest running number one hits in, of all time. Mm-hmm. They were involved in all three of them. First one was End of the Road. No, the End first the one was I'll Make Love to You. Excellent then the second song. one, the, the song that beat I'll Make Love to You was their song, End of the Road, for the movie Boomerang. End, End of, of the, the Road. road. Fabulous song. Yeah. Then they beat that record by having a song with Mariah Carey called One Sweet Day. Also an excellent song. The one common denominator, all three songs, Boys to Men. Boys to Men. They were Shout very good. I Shout owned many Boys to Men albums back in the day. Fun fact of Boys to Men, they were in the live rendition of Grease on Fox. You would know that. They played the Angels 
who sang Beauty School Dropout to Carly Rae Jepsen's Frenchie. Nice. Yes. Nice. And another fun fact about that is the old waitress that consoles Carly Rae Jepsen's Frenchie was Frenchie from the original Grease. Didi. Didi. Nice. All right. I just wanted to say that. So shout out to Ferris gets in a mention of Greece. If you have that on your bingo card or whatever, drink. Yeah, drink. 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 <laughs> drink a swig. A big old swig. All right. So, yeah, they are the greatest boy band of all time. I will not debate with nobody. If you want to debate somebody, go debate your mother on on what uh, on what what, what consists of good rice. But boys to men, greatest boy bands of all time. I mean, no, new edition, greatest boy band of all time. Into the because here's the thing too, when you think of boy bands, right? You think of singing prowess, right? Mm-hmm. Right? But then you also think of dancing, right? Right? Not, all, not all boy bands dance. You're, yeah, no. Do you know what? <laughs> you know what? 98 Degrees is not memorable. They didn't dance. They didn't dance. So they're not, they're not a boy band, all right? Boy bands got to dance, all right? If you're a boy band who don't dance, you're not, you don't, you're not a boy band. Like that's why, you know, new, that's why One Direction, not a boy band. They didn't dance, all right? You didn't dance, right? So get out of my face. They kind of right? did a little. And they danced like they were like wet chickens in a they, in a they rubber did, contest. They didn't know. The way the boy bands back in the nineties. Because they couldn't dance, Adelia. They couldn't yeah. dance. None of them could dance. None of them could. I mean, that's probably true. None of them could. Zero. None of them. Probably very true. Is does Harry Styles dance? No. Exactly, because he can't dance. Zayn Malik can't dance. I've seen. What's his face trying to do? How many, how many members of One Direction can you name, Ferris? All of them. Can name them all. Then, then do it. All right. Zayn Malik, Harry Styles, Niall Horan, Louis Tomlinson, and the and the guy who cheated on Cheryl. <laughs> What's his name? Liam Payne. Liam Payne. That guy. That guy don't know how to dance. That guy tried no. to. That guy no, tried to be. Not. That guy tried to act like he had street cred, making that weird music he did after he broke up the band. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Go get out of here. All right. Go make some folk music, all right, you weirdo. All right, get like out of here. Niall did. Niall's yeah. music is pretty good. Now, now like makes now makes uh, Irish folk music. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to Niall. Shout out to Niall. Shall we right. get to our wild card picks, Ferris? Yes, the wild card picks. All right, but uh, again, again. Ferris, I have no idea what you just said. I can't hear you. What? You sound like you're underwater. What the hell? Okay, now it's better. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, so see them dance. New edition dancing? Synchronous. Smooth. Dope. Shout out to Brooke Payne. Brooke Payne was their dance coach, who was Ronnie Bell's uncle. So shout out to New Edition. All right. Nice. Wild card picks, guys. So the wild card picks was kind of a little, uh, little wacky. Kind of threw a bunch of songs out there, right? You know, me, I kind of uh, threw a bunch of the songs I had on my on-repeat playlist on uh, on Spotify because that that's that playlist really is Ferris to a degree because that playlist is pure nonsense. You don't know what you're going to listen to. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so there's that. But Adelia, you have a bunch of records as well that kind of show a full picture of who Adelia is. So take me through those records. Okay, um, I picked five songs uh, that are kind of on my on-repeat playlist right now. Uh, not on the actual on-repeat playlist, but 
ones that I listen to a lot. Uh, this first one is Glass Animals. Uh, it's a song called Heat Waves. You may have heard this on TikTok at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're uh, big on TikTok because it went viral uh, not that long ago. Um, it's uh, Glass Animals are this like psychedelic pop indie band from Oxfordshire in England. Um, this song has the record at uh, 91 weeks, the longest charting song on the Hot 100 of all time for Billboard. Um, so uh, this is also like the um, uh, song that was like the, the anthem for the Colorado Avalanche in their Stanley Cup winning year uh, in 2022. So Glass Animals, uh, Heat Waves. Uh, this next one I've been listening to on repeat since uh, 2020. When it, I believe it was that's when it came out. It's IOK uh, featuring Nightly. It's called Sleepless Nights. Um, if you used to hang out in uh, Ben Goddard's Twitch stream when he was doing the requests, I requested this often. Um, it's one of my favorite songs now, and I just are they the I same the- genre? This is not the same genre. This is also an indie pop song. Um, but uh, it's I wouldn't call it psychedelic pop the way that Glass Animals is. Okay. Um, next psychedelic is... Psychedelic pop? What is psychedelic pop, Adelia? It, 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 they're just more experimental than just a traditional pop song. Like a... I mean, that, that's more Beatles psychedelic experimentation oh. than it is. Oh, at least I picked something up from them, weirdos. They were not the best people, all of them, but they made fantastic. <laughs> no, they were, hey, except Ringo. Ringo's great. I love Paul and George too, but John. Yeah, there's a like, there's a famous there's a famous goes like yo. If anyone ever tells you that Ringo's their favorite Beatle, they're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I guess I'm a cop. Um, I'm a big fan of Ringo. You should. That doesn't mean you're a cop. Um, I know. I know. I, I know. Uh, the third uh, song I'm re- recommending is Snow Ghosts. It's called The Hunted. It's the Apocalypse version. I believe it's called the Apocalypse version because this was used in X Men Apocalypse. But I just I love the song. Oh, um, it's it's more of a rock song, but it's not really a rock song. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's. it's I, I try to. Really I try to forget the movie Apocalypse. Don't try to forget that movie. I try to forget Dark Phoenix. Um, I've never seen Dark Phoenix, so I ain't got to forget it. <laughs> you're lucky. Um, this next one I'm recommending. I never watch Apocalypse. Apocalypse is not great, but it's not horrid the way that Dark Phoenix you know, is. I remember. So, so Sophie Turner, Jennifer Lawrence, um, McAvoy, Fassbender, and Jessica Chastain all went on the Graham Norton show. To, mm-hmm. to no no no. Was was Jennifer Lawrence there? I uh, no, I don't think Jennifer Lawrence was there. So it was it was Chastain, McAvoy, Bender, uh, Bender, <laughs> Bender, Bender. Fast Bender, and Sophie Turner were there. And you could just see that they hated this movie. Yeah, they just it's, did not like these. Movies. It is bad. And you and you could see that. So Sophie Turner's, you know how like they on red couch. Your mic's weirding out again. Oh, hello? Hello? How about now? That's better. They're trying to take me out, Adelia. They, they, want me, they don't want me to tell the truth. 
I so when I was watching the clips, right, there was a massive gap between Michael Fassbender and Sophie mm-hmm. Turner, but the gaps between him and McAvoy and Jessica Chastain didn't exist. So they all grouped up together in like there's like a giant gap, and then like Sophie Turner. Yeah. So I'm like. I- I think Dark Phoenix is Sophie Turner's fault. No, I, I don't think it, I don't think it's much. her fault either. I don't think it's her fault either. But I think, I think, I think they, I think something happened. There, there, <laughs> there might have been some tension there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to the music. Um, my next song is from 2002. It's, uh, I first heard it when watching Queer's Folk uh, back in the day. What? It's uh, Sneaker Pimps, Loretta Young Silks. It's a really good song. Everybody should listen to it. What do you mean, what? You said, you said full of lesbians or like queer, queer what? Queer's Folk, the Showtime series. Queer's Folk? Queer's Folk. It was a, an American adaptation of a British series that, char- that starred Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, like Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hunnam? Yes. Well, hold up, isn't that Generation Q? No. No, Generation oh. L. No. So there's a show on Showtime called Generation L, and like the L stands for lesbian. Yeah, that there it's was another lesbian. show on Showtime about that was a, like a something. It wasn't a spinoff of Queer as Folk, I don't think, but okay. it followed Queer as Folk called the L Word, and then now I think it's sort of carried on into um, Generation L or whatever. I I I haven't watched it because I don't know Showtime, but back in the day. I used to watch Queer as Folk, and there was a song on the, in the third season uh, in a kind of pivotal scene uh, that was kind of enjoyable to me uh, okay. called Sneaker Pimps. It's the band Sneaker Pimps. The song's called Loretta Young Silks. It's a good song. It's, it's made its way back into my rotation lately, so it's on this list. And then my other song, my last song, is The Neighborhood. Um, it's a song called Daddy Issues, and I just really like it, so... Those are my yeah, I get a lot of my I get a lot of my music a day. I'm not gonna lie to you, on like Twitter or like TV mm-hmm. shows, right? Because I yeah. remember um, it was the it was the beginning of Lucifer, the the show Lucifer, and the the first scene, they're playing, Cage the Elephant, No Rest for the Wicked. Okay. Yeah, and, and I was like, y'all love this song, so I should. I well, I used to Shazam stuff because Shazam used to go automatically to Spotify. Mm-hmm. But now that Shazam was bought by Apple, the Shazam go to, to Apple. Apple. Yeah. 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 So I now still I use Google. Shazam. I still use Shazam. Um, even though it goes straight to Apple because uh, it'll at least tell me the name of the song and then I can go look it up on Spotify. Yeah. Well, I do Google now. I just clap the, I clip the Google and be like, hey, Google, what's this song? And then Google listens to it. Oh. See? See? You have to teach me how to do that because I don't know how to do that. Yeah, see, Google just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's that um yes but anyways those are the five songs i picked from my wildcard picks they're in heavy rotation on my playlist at mm-hmm. the moment i enjoy all of them yeah yeah so now right, guys what are, what are the songs you picked let's take you the wild and wacky world of ferris's music taste all right my first song coming up is burner boy city boys uh it's an afro beat song i'm a big i've been I've, over the past year and a half I've been getting into Afro beats. I love Afro beats. You know him, Wiz Kid, um, you know, DML, uh, DML, um, and just and just like an assortment of sometimes um, 
Spotify gives me like an Afro beats mix and I listen to the Afro beats mix and I just pick certain Afro beats songs that I like. I have a bunch of mm -hmm. Afro beats songs that I like, you know, and it was like a mm -hmm. bunch. Um, but Burner Boy was my was the first one, right? You know, the first song that that I liked was Yay by, you know, by Burner Boy. And then, you know, there's an there's a good album. It had a couple songs. It had a, it was a bunch. It was a great album, I believe. Let me double check the album. Shout out to my boy Burner Boy. Burner Boy. There is some great music that comes out of Africa. Yeah, yeah. So the album is So Outside was the album with with Ye. Um mm -hmm. Love Damani, I think that's his real name, Love Damani. Um you know, there's Glory, Last Last, um Solid for Your Hand. You know, he's a he's he's a global superstar. And I'm a big fan of Afrobeats. And then his new album, um, uh, I told them, I told them, that's mm -hmm. the that's the um, that's the album. That's the song City Boys is off. And I, I'm a big fan of him. Where it's like you know, where he, he starts out saying like, I used to think I was an ugly youth, but I was never ugly youth. I'm a sexy youth. You understand? And it's a big, it's a it's it's a great song that I like. Um, nice. Yeah, uh, a lot of a, a lot of I want I want to become more international. And then um, this song became. I'm a big fan of Will Smith. Mm -hmm. You know, I like Will Smith, um, but I love the Fresh Prince a, li a little bit more. The Fresh okay. Prince. I'm making the delineation between Will Smith and the Fresh Prince is Will Smith is the is the actor. Will Smith is the guy who rapped Miami. Will Smith is the guy who rapped Get Jiggy with It. You know, what I mean, that's who Will Smith is. The Fresh Prince was the guy who rapped Summertime. Boom, shake the room. Parents don't understand. But there was a minute where it was like, what's your favorite Will Smith track? I saw it was on Twitter. It was on Twitter. And I saw Matthew Cherry tweet this song. It's DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It's um, I'm looking for the one to, and then parentheses, to be with me. Uh, it's a okay. great song. I love it. It's been in my rotation constantly. It just shows that you can make good feel um, feel good hearty rap music because you know that's what rap music was in the beginning of the beginning of rap music people wanted to party so they made rap music to party and have fun you can use rap music for other avenues like to tell a story to tell a message like the message by Grandmaster Jay and the Furious Five uh -huh. but you can also make rap music for partying having a good time putting it you know you, you out in the backyard you barbecuing you know, you got yourself a, in my case, a non-alcoholic mimosa, which is just orange juice. Um, yeah. but we're gonna go with non-alcoholic mimosa. Uh, but I like you know, all the, the all the other homies have non-alcoholic mimosas. You know, shout to your William Harold. Will Smith didn't have to cuss in his raps to sell records. Well, I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. Yeah, you know what? He, you know, shout to you know Marshall Mathers, you know Eminem. But yeah, you know, he didn't, he didn't, you can play his music around children and, you know, around older people who don't like the cussing. So, you know, there's that. Um, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that, that song. All right. Then, nice. All right. Next song. The next song is McFadden and Whitehead. Ain't no stopping us now. It's a, it's a 70s funk song. Um, McFadden and Whitehead were a part of the stable of Hush and Gamble, who created 70s funk Philly. And they had their own, they had their own record. I think it was Philadelphia International Records, where they curated and created a sound 
from Philadelphia that permeated through America and ain't no stopping us now, man. I love that song so much. Ain't no stopping us now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So I can't can't go more because of the, the record. So I'm a big fan of that. And growing up, this was the music I listened to growing up. Adelia, funk, Motown, 70s, 80s, dis I I disco. You know, also as well as the disco shot to Donna Summer. I should have had I should have had some Donna Summer on here or some disco music. I should have put Donna Summer's daughters group on my list somewhere. Yeah. I should I should put the Bee Gees. Should have put the Bee Gees. Love the Bee Gees. That's we're my gonna guy. have to do another music episode and just talk yeah. about like all the old music we used to listen to when we were yeah, younger. You know what? We should do part two. Um so part yeah, two. so ain't no stopping us now is pretty good. But then you know, the next song is is um Shot the Shot Day. Kiss of Life. She is. She she just she just warms my heart, my soul. When she sings and it and I listen to it, I just feel calmness goes over me. I just feel relaxed. I'm listening to Shad Day and I'm like, oh my god, I love you. You know what I mean? Shout to Shad Abdul. You know, fun fact. When I was learning English and I saw her name, I looked at her name and I was like. Okay, now I know how to say her name. And for years, I kept calling her Sade. I was like, yo, that's Sade. Love Sade. Sade is the homie. And then yeah. one day I called her Sade. And, and an older gentleman was like, who's Sade? I was like, you know, Sade, you know, the one who sings uh, Smooth Operator. She's used, and he was like, do you mean Day?" I'm like, what? I was like, that's her name, Ferris. It's like, how is that her name? The A makes the A sound because the A is before the E. It's S-A-D-E. Because, you know, new English speaker being taught English was yeah, like Sade. Yeah. Like, that's Sade. But it's no, it's Shade Abdul because she's from England. Okay? She's mm-hmm. from England. So shout out to you, Shade. I'm sorry that I called you Sade all my life until that fateful day in junior year of high school. And she became Shade forever. All right, and then um, this the, second, the 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 fourth song I believe no the fifth song I had on the record is I'm a big um I love every time I hear Leon Bridges I just sit and listen to him I don't like I don't seek him out I don't know why I just don't seek him out but when I heard River I think River was on a show and I just love that song and it's sh- okay. you know I want I want to show my full range you know what I mean we got some you know Afro beats we got some rap music. We got some funk 70s McFadden and Whitehead. Got some Shad Day, you know, pop star stuff. Um, and Leon Bridges, you know, what I mean, he, sh- sh- that f- that folk part of me, you know, that that likes folk music. He, he it's just him and a guitar, just him and a guitar, mm-hmm. and that's it. All right. Um, I also found out I'm a big fan of Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey got some hits. Mariah she does. Carey. Mariah Carey is a bop maker, a hit creator. And a Stone Cold Fox. Shout out to you, Mariah Carey. All mm-hmm. right. And then lastly, I added three three songs by this group because this group is actually in our thumbnail. Um, I, I wanted them to be last. Is the Temptations? Temptations. Great, great group. One of my favorite R and B groups of all time. They're not a boy band because they don't dance. They're not a boy <laughs> band. That's the rule. That's, That's the, the rule. open table rule. That's the rule. If you don't dance, you're not a boy band. All right, new edition. I mean, One Direction. You're not a boy band. All right, you're just some dudes singing. You know. So shout out to you. 
Um, so yeah, so they are an R and B group, one of the first groups um of Motown's hits. You know, it's them, the Supremes, then it became Diana Ross and the Supremes. There's the Ronettes. Um, um, so yeah, the Temptations are are one of my favorite bands. Get, um, Get Ready was in a was in a was a great song that I that I love. One of their underrated songs, I don't think people talk about it a lot, is Just My Imagination Running Away With Me. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I love that song myself. So good. Love it. Um, Mariah Carey got a historic forehead. you damn right. So it's a forehead that produces hits. A brain for the hits. And lastly, I think, <laughs> like I said, I'm okay with long songs. One of the very first ever long songs I ever listened to, Papa mm-hmm. Was a Rolling Stone. That baby is 11 minutes and 35 yep. seconds. Yep. Um, I have a special connection with The Temptations because The Temptations Broadway show that made it to Broadway mm-hmm. started at the Berkeley Rep-, Rep Theater. They did their shows there early on. And I saw it. I saw the show. I saw the show live. Um... So me, so I was, I was, so I was entering this. It's, it's a very, they're very, they're very special to me because, um, I was in this scholarship program. Um, shout out to my, shout out to my counselor, Len, love you. Um, one of the things the scholarship program gave me is a mentor, someone who can help me out. That's not a teacher. That's not a, it's not a, it's not a counselor for academics. Mm-hmm. It's not a family member, right? Someone detached who can give you career advice to be a friend to help you guide through you through life, right? Show you professional. Yeah. Um, professional skills and all that jazz. His name was Peter. Um, early on, I was like, I don't need a mentor. I'm Ferris. I don't need that nonsense. I can do yeah. this by myself. So I ignored him for like a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. I was kind of terse with him. I was like, yeah, whatever. I always find an excuse not to hang out with him. And then one day he says, Hey man, I, I want to hang out with you. You know, let's 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 have fun. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, let's hang out. He's like, All right, cool, man. Let's go see a show. I'm like, what? Yeah, let's go see a show. I was like, what do you mean a show? A Broadway show. Let's go see a Broadway show. Like a play. Let's go see a play. Like a musical. Let's go see a musical. Like an on play musical. And I'm like, what the hell is this weirdo? T- what? 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 Let's go see a, a musical play. I was like, he's like, oh yeah, man, the Temptations are doing their autobiographical musical play in the Berkeley River. You want to go? And I was like, in my brain, Adelia, I was like, say no. Say no. But then, Adelia, my default setting was, ah, fuck it, let's try it. So I said, sure, let's do it. So then that night, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to get into, right? You know, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have a fun time with this dude. I'm just going to do it to, you know, to tell Lynn that I tried to make it work. And it just didn't work, right? I was looking for it to fail. That's what I was. I was looking for it to fail. So I was like, I don't need a mentor. I don't need this nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he, you know, swings by, he picks me up from work. You know, you know, I'm just in my good blues. You know, I, I wear a collared shirt because you're going to the play, Adelia. Got to dress yeah. this. Yeah. So I wore a collared shirt. Um, He said, oh, let's go have dinner first. I'm like, bro, what dinner before? It's like dinner and a show. So go ahead, sure. Um, all right. Dude. My wife's joining us. Shout out to the, shout out to his wife, Ann. Love you, girl. Love Ann. Uh, just had I had dinner with her a couple months ago. Actually, she just came, she was coming back from Hawaii. Um, she's a lighting expert, Adelia. Shout out to you, Ann. Um, 
they're probably never gonna watch this, but you know. Shout out anyways. I'm shout you out. Shout to you, Ann. Shout to you, Peter. Love them. Love them. Um, they're actually they live only like about like a 30 minutes or 30 minutes or 45 minutes from me. Uh, without traffic. Um, you know, I should really get my license and then I can visit them more often. Um, but back to the story. So we're having so we go to this nice little restaurant. We're sitting at a bar, we're sitting at like a bar thing. We get we get ceviche. You know, we we get some sandwiches. I got me. A non-alcoholic beverage in a fancy glass. We're talking about life, having fun. And I'm like, what is going on right now? I'm having a good time. Uh-huh. I'm loving this. Uh-huh. And then it's time to leave to go watch the show. And baby, that temptation show was off the hook. That was the day where I was like, you know what, Peter? I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Uh-huh. I went full Casablanca on him. <laughs> I would I would put my hand around him, but he's way taller than me, and it, it couldn't work. Um, but yeah. I metaphorically did that, you know what I mean. So it was so the temptations have a special place, Mark, because without them, I wouldn't have my mentor Peter, and he he means a lot to me. I, I love Peter, man. I love the guy. Um, nice. You know, we 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 have dinner once we have lunch once in a while, probably twice, three times a month. We you know we swing by, we get either you know some Brazilian cafe. Or some pizza. There's this pizza joint we go to. Man, it's wild. It's a wild pizza joint to do. Like, let's say that some of these, some of these pizza joints. Let's just say this. Paul Denuzio, New Yorkers would blow their brains out. I had eaten butternut squash on a pizza. You ever had butternut squash on a pizza, Delia? No. I thought in my life I would never ever have butternut squash on a pizza. But I tried it once. Damn good. Damn good. So shout out to the Temptations. Shout out to the Temptations. Shout out to David Ruffin. Shout out to Otis. Otis, uh, is it Otis Thorpe? I think it's Otis Thorpe. Or is it Otis Redman? I, I don't know their names. I don't, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let me, let me, what's the first rendition of the Temptations? I don't know. Um, Ferris, you would have loved this radio station that we had when I was a kid. I believe it still exists in Denver. It's called Cool 105. Mm-hmm. Now it plays 80s and 90s music, which is a travesty. Because this used to be the best radio station to listen to oldies music on. It would play 50s and 60s and early 70s music mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And they, I mean, this is where I, I heard the Temptations and the Ronettes and the. Um, they would have these, like, I, I forget what, like, when it was exactly, like, what night of the week or time or anything like that. But they would do, like, Motown Hour. And mm-hmm. it'd be nothing but Motown music for an hour. Mm-hmm. And it, that's my my favorite radio station of all time is Cool 105. Back in the day, not now, yeah. not this 80s and 90s music shit that they're doing now. Not that there's bad 80s and 90s music, but like, give me my oldies back. Yeah. I don't want to so, think about the fact that the 80s and 90s are the oldies now. The original group was David Ruffin, Otis Williams. Otis mm-hmm. Thorpe is an NBA basketball player. Okay. Um, Paul Williams, Melvin Franklin, mm-hmm. and Eddie Kendricks. All right. God, re- God rest for those five member souls because Otis Williams is still alive with us. All right. Shout Thank out you. to them. The Temptations, fantastic, fantastic group. Also, shout out to uh, Dennis. William Harold says, says, Paul just woke up in a cold sweat when you said butternut squash on pizza. Yeah. Shout out to Dennis Edwards and Ollie Ollie Woodson. So I believe they were also part of the group as well. Yeah, there's been a lot of, rendi- there's been a lot of reiterations of them um, mm-hmm. 
I think the original group was the original group was Ruffin, Melvin, Otis, Eddie Kendricks, and Paul Williams. Those those were the originals. Those yeah. were the originals. Um yeah. Then De- Dennis Edwards replaced Ruffin in 68. Yeah. And then you know, in and then the departure led in 71. They added Richard Street, Damian Harris, Ron Tyson, and Ollie Ollie Woodson. Yeah, so okay. but, but shout out to the original members David, Melvin, Otis, Eddie, and Paul. Okay. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Temptations are phenomenal. Yeah, they're amazing. Adelia, we've gone an hour and 50. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Adelia. What? Like, this is going to go 40 minutes, 30 minutes. <laughs> we ain't, ain't going to talk music. Guys, it's we, us. When does anything go short? Never. You know what I mean? A great man once said, I'm a 60 minute man. Eat your heart out, Ric Flair. I can go <laughs> 75. Please don't mention that man on a show ever again. Okay, good point. Uh, All right, good point. All right, Adelia, where can people find you, Adelia? Um, you can find me uh, at Adelia Chambo on Twitter or X or whatever the app is called this month. I find it very funny that Elon Musk insists that the app be called X and then did that... Uh, lovely uh interview thing the other day it was not lovely at all but i don't know why i said lovely and continually called it twitter which cracked me up mm-hmm. um you can find me there you can find me on the highlights channel every tuesday 3 p.m pacific for uh starting 11 our english premier league recap show uh, snark and i will be back on this upcoming tuesday and then on this upcoming thursday we will have another episode of the rewatchers council our buffy the vampire slayer rewatch series Hopefully Ferris will be able to join us because he's been unable to the last couple of weeks and he's missed a couple of really great episodes. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, but yeah. Guys, thank you so much, man. It's I'm at Ferris and on Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm here every month, every uh, every Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern on our sports channel. Me and Caleb talk NFC East. We talk American football, our Giants, Cowboys. And then also here, man, on our entertainment channel. You'll see me on certain reviews. I'm coming out with a review a little bit later because I saw a screening of the Iron Claw. I, I want to talk about it. I want to. I want. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna talk more about that, as well as eight o'clock Pacific every Friday. The open table. Yep. Stay Don't smooth. know what we're talking about next week, but uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Also, want to say that I'm gonna put the links to all the songs that we talked about in this episode in the description, so mm-hmm. you can find them there. Exactly. So everyone, have a wonderful day. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.